When will hip hop be 30 years from now? I guess I should keep studying my peers for now. Should I make a dance and snap thumbs? Fast hi hats, 808 back drums. Are we selling our souls for 32 pieces of gold? If it's lacking the soul, how can it remain whole? We make music for stripper poles, but no music to think. That's that short-term money that we put in the bank. But the drama's going backwards. I see devolution instead of evolution. This is soul prostitution. The children are fumbling. Even got the elders encouraging, mumbling. Watching them stumbling. Day after day is so humbling. Meanwhile, our stock has been plummeting. And they telling me I need to sound like these other niggas. Grown-ass men trying to sound like the younger niggas used to have balance. Back in the days, we had talent. Trying to be original was the challenge. Now all these niggas sound the same. And all the beats pound the same. Same cadence, same drums, all that shit sounded lame. 20 niggas trying to sound like Future. And I love rocking Future, but that style is for Future. Think you niggas need a different producer. Hope that bullshit crash your computer. Ain't nothing cool about being a loser. Brothers and sisters. You were tuned into the Gospel of Malcolm X podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Brother Eric, a.k.a. E.L. Summers, a.k.a. L. Summers, a.k.a. Brother E, a.k.a. E to some of you. And I really appreciate you guys for tuning in to another episode. I want to send a big shout out, as I always do, to all of the supporters and listeners of the show. Continue to send me those emails. Continue to... uh, Reach out to me on Instagram and Facebook, and I really appreciate all the love and support. Today's show is going to be probably a quick one because I have to get ready to head to my job, ironically, which may be in jeopardy if I do not comply with the COVID-19 mandates that many of you have seen um, be issued out uh, around the, the country. And... Uh, People's religious exemptions are not being respected. People's medical exemptions are not being respected. Um, People's right to decide what they want to do with their body is not being respected. But this is the world that we're living in. And um, these are the choices that we are are facing. And uh, write in and let me know, are you being faced with a similar choice? Are you being uh, told to decide um, whether you either accept the the vaccine or or you have to go and try to find employment somewhere else? And how long until um, it it becomes worse than this? So this this definitely reminds me of the book of Revelations. You know, in the book of Revelations, uh, it talks about in the end days, in the tribulation period where you won't be able to buy or sell without the number. And uh, we may have to do a breakdown on, on the book. You, I might have to get biblical. Uh, y'all. I might have to turn into Pastor Eric for a second and bring out some Bible chapters one day on one of these episodes. Um, I don't think I'm going to do it today, though. Um, but I, I want to ask the question, um, would Malcolm X take the vaccine? And what, what prompted that question is, um, of course, being faced with dilemmas like this. And also, um, I was doing some research and I found out that uh, Malcolm X College in Chicago um, became one of the main sites, like the first mass site for the COVID-19 uh, vaccine. And um, 
I'm not convinced that that's something that Malcolm X would be proud of, that a college that is bearing his name is um, becoming one of the main distribution sites for um, a vaccine that we, we don't know anything about. People are telling you to trust the science, but if we look at the scientific method, if we look at the scientific method, trust is not one of the the items in the scientific method. So when do you trust science? What science is built off of um, off of trust? So there, there are seven steps to the scientific method, right? Now, it used to be five when I was younger, so I guess they made it more in-depth. But the seven steps, if you just Google scientific method, ask a question, perform research, establish a hypothesis, test your hypothesis by conducting an experiment, make an observation, analyze the results, and draw a conclusion, and present the findings. Nowhere in the scientific method does it say trust and trust other scientists or trust people who have, who have historically shown that they don't have your best interest in mind. But this is the trust that you are are supposed to build. You're supposed to be trusting somebody um, with with your body, with something that could have long-term effects. And long-term effects haven't been studied. It's 2021 now. And the vaccine is already being mandated. And this thing has only been around since 2019. So where is the long-term research that goes into this? Is this the mark of the beast? That's my second question. My first question is, would Malcolm X take the vaccine? My second question is, is this thing the mark of the beast that is talked about in the book of Revelations? What do you think? I'm not saying that it is, but I'm asking the question. I want to know what the hell is in this thing and why are they mandating it around the country? Why are we seeing nurses quit? Why are we seeing um doctors there's a doctor in georgia i should i should see if i, I if i can uh, play his story on the show today um there's a doctor in georgia that was fired because um he he didn't comply with the um with with the vaccine mandate um in in his hospital i think there's three hospitals here in georgia that are um requiring the vaccine and he didn't comply with it and he was fired and his exemption was not accepted. This is a doctor. There are nurses that I know that are um, deciding to, to not take the shot. There's nurses quitting all around the, around the country or, or being fired. We saw that Southwest had to actually, um, they had to retract on their vaccine mandate because they had begun to um, lose so much uh, staff that they had to go ahead and um and backpedal on their on the mandate that they had because it's like they were they were losing staff you know people people i think they had like pretty much like a strike so they had to to, to why are people deciding not to do and these are intelligent people these are not quote-unquote quacks or loony people that are just whatever um these are intelligent people that are deciding um, that they don't want this shit in their body. And some of them are doctors. These doctors and nurses have treated people that have had this thing. They treated people that have had it, and they are more afraid of the vaccine than they are of COVID. They didn't quit their jobs when COVID came into 
um, their workplace. They quit their jobs because of the vaccine. So that is, you know, that is something else. Um, let me see if I can, uh, I want to pull up the clip of this um, Georgia doctor being fired in um Then I'm going to get into the Malcolm X thing, and then I'm going to get ready to head off for work. If you guys uh, write me in, shoot me an email, let me know what you think. All right, I'm going to go ahead and play this story here. And the, the audio is going to be a little different than the quality that you guys are um, probably used to um, on my audio clips today. Because unfortunately, I'm not playing it straight through, so I'm just going to be opening it up and just kind of maybe playing it through um, the microphone. So I do apologize. The audio is probably not going to be the same as what you guys are used to, uh, but we're going to try to make it work. One second, dude. That's correct. Dr. Tommy Redwood is no quack. He spent 16 years as medical director of emergency services for Wellstar Keniston Hospital. 16 years. He's a medical director. But last week, this termination letter from Piedmont became official. Redwood failed to follow the hospital's policy that all employees be vaccinated. We're being denied that opportunity to do what we've been doing all along because we're not willing to get this vaccine. It's a confusing contradiction. After all, Dr. Now, mind this man, let me pause it for a second. This man has been treating patients all along through the PMON ER is not exactly an anti-vaxxer. He's been vaccinated against hepatitis and the flu. He's not an anti-vaxxer. This is another um, crazy term that they try to throw on people and call you an anti-vaxxer to make you look like some weird kook. But this guy has had all types of vaccines before. His issue is with this vaccine. But in the past, he has publicly cautioned use of certain vaccines because he believes there are troubling side effects. Is COVID just like the flu? Absolutely not. Do you think that hospitals are inflating the numbers to, to make more money? No, I do not buy that. We just dealt away. It's been like drinking out of a fire hydrant. We've been seeing big numbers. And he stresses almost all the COVID patients he's had to admit are unvaccinated. Can you see it from the hospital's perspective? They're, as you said, dealing with a fire hose of, of, of problems with unvaccinated patients. And they've got a doctor who refuses to be vaccinated. I think what the hospital should be doing is, is actually the same thing they were doing when this pandemic first started, which is to support anybody willing to risk their life to come in and provide care for patients who are needing help. If the numbers are showing that unvaccinated people are appearing in your hospital far more than the vaccinated ones, what's the problem with vaccines? I'm not here to say that I'm against vaccines. Okay, that's one thing I want to make perfectly clear. Nowhere have I ever said don't get the vaccine. Building this barn for the last five years. Just not for him. At 63 and fit, Redwood believes he's far less likely to get seriously ill from COVID because he has no comorbidities like most of the patients he's seen. He also says he wears a mask outside the house, although not everywhere. Doesn't shake hands or get too close to others. When I'm at the hospital, I wear a mask in front of every patient encounter the entire time I'm in the hospital. Do your patients know you're not vaccinated? That's not something I share. No. Why? So do, you think, do you think maybe they would want to know that? If they want to know, they're free to ask. A lot of the patients I see, you've got to remember, 
are coming in because they haven't been vaccinated. They're like you. They're like me. And for him, the risk of any possible unknown side effects from the COVID shot outweighs any proven benefits, especially now that the vaccines require boosters. So unknown side effects. The joints already require some, some type of boosters. And this is what they're asking you to put into your body. And if you don't do it, then you don't have the job. Getting the virus is less dangerous than getting the vaccine. No, what I'm saying is I don't want to get either one. Life-threatening complications are very rare. Um, I have. And of course, this is a this is a, a white doctor that was fired, and then they follow it up with a black doctor that is basically caping for the vaccine. In my own practice, I have admitted a number of children to the hospital with COVID-19 and COVID-19 uh, complications. I have yet to admit a patient to the hospital with a serious vaccine side effect. They never admit to any vaccine side effects. Where, where do you ever see them admit to any vaccine side effects? So how will we know? They never admit to it. And if someone does have a vaccine side effect, they are not allowed to sue. What type of the, type of thing is that? You're not allowed to sue for any type of side effects, when have they really ever admitted to any uh, vaccine side effects? Dr. Cameron Sultan is a pediatric ER doctor and the secretary treasurer of the Georgia College of Emergency Physicians. Redwood is one of their members. The group endorses vaccine mandates for healthcare workers because it means an additional layer of protection for both them and the patient. You know, if that is Piedmont's uh, policy, then um, I think it, it, it should be followed. Of course you think that. had no comment about Redwood's firing or whether the mandate has affected already difficult staffing. Look, even Piedmont wouldn't make a comment about his firing, and yet they sick this black woman on him to make a comment about his firing. This is how they, how they use our people sometimes. Only calling employee loss minimal. Redwood said he offered to be tested weekly, but got no response. He says he's only taken one COVID test so far, and it was negative. The FDA says all three vaccines are safe, effective, and proving to be the difference maker in saving lives. That vaccine is keeping people from getting severe disease. I will agree with that. It's too soon to know what long-term implications this vaccine can have. When will we know whether you're wrong or you're right? Uh, I don't know the answer to that. Perhaps once the list of possible side effects reported by the public is fully investigated, rather than immediately used to push the anti-vax agenda. So far, nearly two-thirds of our country, 215 million Americans, have received at least one shot. We're all. Redwood won't be stuck at home for long. He's already landed another job, practicing emergency medicine in Alabama at a hospital without a vaccine mandate. So congratulations to him. He, he got another job. I'm going to leave that at that. I got to get ready to play this Michael Max College vaccine ambassador thing. And then I got to get ready to get out of here. Give me just a second. Just a second. This is Malcolm X College. Yeah, 
Yeah, good morning, Audrina. This site is for those outpatient healthcare workers who are not connected to a hospital or aren't based in a hospital but are still working with patients. This is where they'll come to get vaccinated. And about 30 minutes ago, Dr. Allison Awadi, also an outpatient healthcare worker, came here to get the vaccine. This was nine months ago, and they got the comments turned off in this video, too. This is the moment Dr. Awadi got the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine at Malcolm X College, the first mass vaccination site in Chicago. It's by appointment only, and to be clear, it's only open to hospital workers, not to the public. And that's because right now, the only people who are able to get the vaccine are healthcare workers and residents in nursing homes. This site will serve outpatient healthcare workers like home healthcare workers and urgent care workers. But appointments today and tomorrow are already filled. And that's how popular the demand is. Here's what Dr. Allison Awadi had to say. So this was nine months ago. And Malcolm X College was one of the first sites um, that, that had it for healthcare workers. So only nine months ago, only healthcare workers were allowed to get the vaccine. And now, nine months later, it's being mandated damn near for any, anybody that wants to work if you're not self-employed. It's being mandated. almost as if they're trying to crash the economy on purpose, you know, because anytime you have doctors and nurses, and we're just firing people um, or people are having to quit or walk out. It, it looks like a recipe for disaster. This is um, affecting the airlines, the medical staff, all different types of walks of life. So that's pretty much going to do it for us today, brothers and sisters. I got to get ready to head off. Um, I really appreciate you guys for listening. Send me your emails. Let me know what you think. Is this vaccine the mark of the beast? Do you think that Malcolm X would have taken the vaccine? Also, do you think that he would appreciate a college with his namesake being one of the first sites in Chicago um, to distribute the, the vaccine to um, medical workers? And who knows who they're distributing it to by now. So actually, this, this um, college also... In addition to being one of the first sites uh, to distribute it, they also have a vaccine ambassador program where you learn all about the vaccine and uh, not like learn about it just to, so that you can be informed, but you learn about it so that you can basically convince other black people to take it. So like all of the questions that a reasonable and rational black person would ask or present to you in terms of why they wouldn't want a vaccine, this course 
um, prepares you to answer those questions so you can become a quote-unquote ambassador. So that's crazy. But anyway, that's it, brothers and sisters. Thank you so much for listening. Peace. Beat 30 years from now. I guess I should keep studying my peers for now. Should I make a dance and snap thumbs? Fast hi hats, 808 back drums. Are we selling our souls for 32 pieces of gold? If it's lacking the soul, how can it remain whole? We make music for stripper poles, but no music to think. That's that short term money that we put in the bank. But the drama's going backwards. I see devolution instead of evolution. This is soul prostitution. The children are fumbling. Even got the elders encouraging, mumbling, watching them stumbling. Day after day is so humbling. Meanwhile, our stock has been plummeting. And they telling me I need to sound like these other niggas. Grown-ass men trying to sound like the younger niggas used to have balance. Back in the days, we had talent. Trying to be original was the challenge. Now all these niggas sound the same, and all the beats pound the same. Same cadence, same drums, all that shit sounded lame. 20 niggas trying to sound like Future, and I love rocking Future, but that style is for Future. Think you niggas need a different producer. Hope that bullshit crash your computer. Ain't nothing cool about being a loser.